All right, Motor City, here we go. It's time for another one. Motor City, it's your DJ, Brett coming. Here we go, Motor City. You know who I am. Good to have you with me again. This is the Motor City HDJ Podcast with your DJ, Brett Cummins. Motor City, welcome back. It is I, your DJ, Brett Cummins. Good to be back with you. It is the 17th episode of the podcast, ironically, on July 17th. How about that? I'm back for now. And another week of quarantine and social distancing at its finest. Hopefully you're doing well. Uh, It's been slow going since you last heard from me. I was able, though, to add a couple more clients to the family thanks to Zoom and, uh, of course, electronic everything. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, Two weeks ago today, actually, uh, marked the official beginning of this wedding season. So for those of you keeping track, that's roughly four months behind where us wedding industry folk should be. Um, Of course, you can't forget March 14th, which happened to be the day it was a Saturday. It happened to be the day just as this whole thing was coming to a head and we were getting into full quarantine mode, uh, just starting to discover what it was that this virus was capable of. March 14th was my last wedding, first wedding of the year, kind of weird, right? I had one in January, then one March 14th. Um, Honestly, the unsure nature of of how to move forward, I think, was very, very trying at that time. And it's interesting because it was one of those weddings where I just, we just didn't know. We didn't know how to distance ourselves. Do we shake hands and hug? Do we not? What's the deal? I mean, sanitizer all over the place. I remember I was wiping things down right after even just my stuff that I would use just to make sure. So, you know, we're in a different place now. We know where we need to be. We know what we need to do. And I'll get to that here in just a little bit. But, you know, since you've last heard from me, uh, you know, of course, I did the the podcast with our good friend Ashley Auger of Smitten Mitten Photography. That was back in April. And we got shut down, right, for a, uh, for a little bit there. We got shut down to a lower level for a while. Uh, stage three, I, if I remember correctly, was gatherings of 10 people or less using social distancing. And I remember it was the beginning of June, actually, for, uh, where was I? I was at my, my little nephew uh, Nicholas's birthday party. And we did the, it was really cool. We did the whole call the city and they sent a couple firefighters and EMS and, uh, you know, Michigan State Police and Sheriff and all that. We drove by the house. And then obviously the people that were staying behind, we did the old UE, came back to the house and partied for a little bit. So um, I remember it was that day I got the message that we were going to go, you know, the email, just like everybody got, you know, we're going to go from stage three to stage four. The events opened up to a hundred people or less. I mean, the news felt great. And here we are, backtracking, losing momentum, because July 4th happened. How about that? So luckily, I've had the fortune of getting how many events in here now? Four events in since July 1st, four weddings. So um, to say it's weird is an understatement. I mean, to arrive at a venue with everyone dressed as a ninja, that's a different feeling. I'm not used to that, right? I usually... (laughs) I usually used to people greeting me and shaking hands and hi, how are you, handing business cards and the like. So it's been a very different feeling since we got started with all of this. And I will say I'm 
I mean, yeah, it, it, to say it's weird, like I said, it is an understatement, you know, to, to show up to a venue and people just completely different than what they would have been. And I wanted to take the opportunity today, since it has been a little bit, it's been a few months since I've done the last episode. This is just going to be a, I wouldn't say a rant, but I just want to air some things out. There have been a lot of things that are changing, ways that I do things. And I just want to make sure that everyone is on the same page. Clients, past clients, people that are considering becoming a client. I want everybody to be on the same page. So today I'm going to talk about a few things as it relates to what we're dealing with here. Um, primarily because, yeah, there's a lot of unknown stuff that's out there. But the things we know for sure, three of them we know for sure. Number one, masking up. We'll talk about that. Two, we'll talk about cancels and reschedules and how I'm handling those. And then finally, I'll wrap things up with what to expect when we do actually get to have an event together. So uh, first, on the note of masking up, I need to tell you that it is the toughest part of what I do. Yeah, Having to... Um, ma literally mask my emotion, my face. If you've, well, you've met me, you're listening to this. You should already know me at this point. Uh, wearing a mask for me is tough because it masks my emotion. As I do this for you, be it your wedding, your party, you know, the list of things that could go on. As I do these things for you, my face tells you everything I'm thinking. Uh, and that's by design. I mean, I, I try to use my body language and uh, try to use my face and my, the, my voice, the tone of my voice to express what it is we're trying to do. And, and the toughest part of what I do is that my interaction with you and your guests relies solely on my energy and the way I present myself. So those facial expressions help communicate my words. And with the mask on, it's definitely tougher to do that. So Please don't hear what I'm about to say as me taking a political stance. I promise you it's not that. This is truly just a little common sense with a splash of science and, and you know, hopefully maintain the status quo through all this. But I will officially say to you right now, I am going to be masking up until I'm told it's safe to do anything else. Uh, there are very rare instances that you will see me without a mask. If I am not around people, if it is just me in my space, say, uh, you know, something's happening in a different area, I may not have my mask on for a moment, but generally I'm going to make sure that that mask is on at all times while I am in direct contact with anybody. Um, yeah, truly, I mean, I'm, I'm here to do my part to keep all of us safe. You know, I have a six-year-old, a, a wife at home. The last thing I want is for my interaction at an event to get them sick because of that, right? So yeah, on the opposite end, heaven forbid I catch something, I, I don't want to get any of you sick. I mean, this is simple stuff. And if we're at an event and I've got my mask on, please don't be offended. Like I said, I want this to be over with just like everybody else. Well, Brett, I mean, masks don't really keep you safe because of all that stuff that you're breathing. It's being rebreathed by the person wearing the mask, so it's hurting you. Well, yes, you're right. The mask isn't to protect you, it's to protect the other people, <laughs> right? 
The mask is meant to keep other people safe. And if, and if both of us are wearing a mask, double threat. So how about that? Um, truly, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to take this as seriously as I can. I'm in an industry where human contact is necessary. You have to have human contact, not only to have the party, but also to, uh, while you're at the party, you know, dancing, that takes human contact. You have to have a, a full dance floor, means that people are within that six-foot bubble we're talking about to keep people safe. And again, I'm no scientist. I'm not here to take a political stance. I'm just here to tell you I'm going to be wearing a mask. Now, I have this past, oh my goodness, I think it was a month ago now, uh, I did order some of those special, um, it's a special kind of mask that it's meant for like runners and bikers. Uh, you, um, it's not one of these homemade deals. It's got vents in the, in the sides of it. Um, not only will that allow me to breathe a little bit better, and, and I don't have an underlying issue that would cause me to, uh, to suffer from that. If that is you, I, I'm sorry to hear that. I know it's, it's tough to maybe be an asthmatic or somebody that does have some sort of uh, respiratory issue that prevents them from wearing a mask. So yeah, definitely, I'm, I'm here to keep you safe for sure. Uh, but yeah, these masks, uh, I ordered the one that's got the little double vent in it. You slip a filter in it, and it's good to go. Makes you look like Bane from Batman. If you're ever, uh, if you're familiar with the Batman franchise, uh, yeah, it makes you look like Bane. And hey, why not? I'll look like a supervillain to keep people safe. Why not? So if you're with me, I invite you join the cause. I'd love to have you also help people uh, help keep people safe, rather, because man, oh man, I love what I do, and I would definitely hate to have to stop doing this uh, because we've you know lost a good number of people. So definitely. I'm going to be wearing a mask. Hopefully, you will join me in that. So as far as masking up goes, yours truly is going to do everything he can to keep you and your guests safe as long as we need to keep doing this. Um, secondly, I got to talk about the big old expensive elephant in the room, which is cancels and reschedules. Um Things have loosened a little, right? I mean, the grocery order pickup line isn't so swamped. Uh, luckily, we've had bars and restaurants for a minute loosen up. Uh, salons are finally back in business. Um, and actually, my brother-in-law and I were able to go to a midweek trivia at a local watering hole here in Brighton. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been great, but it has been a challenge. And I'm a very social creature, and to be told that I can't interact how I'm used to is jarring. But I'm doing it. I, I've had a few cancels. I've had a ton of reschedules, and it's the part of all this that I hate. Trust me, I'm there with you. I mean, think about, thinking about it this way, for all my clients, you picked out the perfect day on the calendar. You went to the venue. You worked it out with them. You put a deposit down with them. You called a florist, let's say. You've got a caterer. They worked it out. You've given them a deposit. Um, yeah, it starts to add up. And, uh, you know, now because of all this, you know, you're calling on audibles like Matthew Stafford. And it's it's no fair. It's not fair to anybody. So I am right there with you. This is a very slippery slope, and I totally get it. Um, what makes this tough 
is that we're all suffering through this together. This is not one of those things where uh, I was a complete uh, tool and said, well, I'm going to go out of business, so I'm just going to leave all my brides high and dry. Um, I do know of a few venues that have done that. In fact, there was a news story this week. I'll touch on that in just a moment. Um, but I'm not, the, I'm, that's not me. I'm not going out of business. I'm here for the long haul. This is, you know, this is a way that I help my family sustain. This is what I love. This is my passion. So I'm not going anywhere. What makes it tough, though, is that as we're suffering through this together, there's a solidarity there that we've never experienced before, right? Um, we're experiencing this together in different ways, but sh uh, through a shared experience. So as a small business owner, refunding a client can be devastating, right? I know for a lot of you out there that have asked for refunds or needed refunds from a venue, a vendor, a caterer, um, I mean, they're vendors too, but I'm just, you know, breaking it down a little bit more. Uh, you've expected those refunds because, yeah, that's money you paid and you're hoping that they'll um, they'll be able to provide that. And I can tell you the reason it's devastating is because most of us operate with very little capital in reserve, okay? Uh, the term for this might be cash poor, right? So all my stuff is tied up in the equipment and investments and things like that. So as far as the operating cash, that's tough, you know? Um, as the client, okay, on the reverse end of that, you've paid a lot of money. Like I just said, you've paid a lot of money to a lot of different people. And we're all here to make plans for your event. It adds up quickly. I know. I get it. I've done this before myself. I, pl <laughs> I planned a wedding. And um, well, for myself, uh, 10 years ago, actually, June 6th. So congratulations to me. Uh, but I get it. You've paid a lot of money. And for you to because of this, all of a sudden have to change your plans. Yeah, I, I get it. You, you want all that back because it does add up quickly. So um, if you're working with me now or have worked with me in the past, hopefully you'll know I try to be as flexible as I can. My business approach, I talk about every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses. That's something that I blatantly stole from Quicken Loans. I'll say that with pride because, well, it's one of those things that keeps that business moving. And it's true. I mean, I treat everybody the same way. Every time, no exceptions, no excuses. So absolutely, 70 people, 700 people, whatever your uh, party may look like, you're going to get treated the same as the biggest or smallest party. That comes down to even my process and the way I handle things. So as an example, you knowing that I'm trying to be as flexible as I can, with this golden rule thing, my first goal of all this, if, you know, the conversation comes up, um, and I won't throw anybody under the bus, but there have been several venues that I've heard um, in the rescheduling that I've had to do that aren't comfortable having dancing, uh, you know, after dinner. And that's totally understandable. I get it. Kind of goes back to that first part about, you know, keeping people <clears throat> at the um, at the recommended distance and, you know, being safe about things. Totally understandable. So 
the venues that say that now, if they say, well, we don't want to have open dancing after dinner, you go, well, what point is there to a wedding in the first place? The wedding is a reception. The reception is a party. The party is for us. And that party means that we want people to be dancing. And if you can't have dancing, what good is the party? I'm totally with you. So my first goal is to try to reschedule your event. The venue says we're not going to do dancing. You say, fine, let's reschedule. So my first goal is going to be, uh, going to be to reschedule your event. So the hope is that I'm available and we just transfer everything to the new date. Easy peasy. And I will I will be very candid with you. If, if nothing else through all this, um, you know, I've, I've told you from the beginning, uh, if you're a current client, I, my goal is to be transparent and present at the same time. People need to know who's running the show, and then I need to step off uh, into the background, kind of fade into the background so that people don't see me. This is not about me. This is about you. So that's important. But um, as far as the transparency of this is concerned, sure, I've had a few events that have just flat out had to cancel because the new date they wanted was already booked for me. So the good news is you're not out of luck completely. My good friend and silent partner, his name is Tom Neville. I've talked about him many times. Tom and I started Motor City HDJ. He's the first person I go to to say, hey, listen, let me see the calendar. Let's make sure this date works. I got a great couple. I need you to take it. And then he obviously takes it from there. Um, now, those couples that have had to cancel because the new date was already booked for me, when I say a few, I mean eight. Eight. Okay? I've lost eight wonderful clients and events because COVID-19 had other plans. I'm not happy about it either. You're not happy that you have to change your date. Trust me. I am not happy about it either. It is no fun for me to get the call. It just happened yesterday, actually. And it turns out the bride's new date was available. So that's totally fine. I was able to make the move. No big deal. But I'm not happy about it either when we have to change the date. Because again, all of this you had planned meticulously, and now all of a sudden you can't. So if that happens, like I said, my buddy Tom, he's ready and willing and able and, and um, wants to take care of you. Now, heaven forbid, the backup plan's backup plan is unavailable. Then we head back to the agreement that we signed when you said yes to me in Motor City HDJ. So this is one of those things um, that is, I had to get a lot of, um, I reached out for a lot of cons um, consultation on this one because it is a tough conversation to have. Hey, this is our new date. Well, no, I have to cancel or we're just going to cancel the wedding altogether. I've had a few couples just flat out cancel just because they weren't comfortable with this, they will probably end up getting married now and then doing the party later, okay? Um, so we go back to the agreement. The agreement is just an industry standard non-refundable retainer. So simply put, what's happening is just like a lawyer, you're keeping me on call from the day we sign the agreement until the date of your event. So day one, Today of. I talk about it many times throughout the process. And it's tricky because this part of everything is something that we talk about really just one time. You know, things, uh, if you think about a contract, a contract is only written that way because it happened before and we have to make sure that it doesn't happen again. But the retainer, 
I, you know, you used to call it a non-refundable deposit. I was actually advised, uh, you know, maybe to change my verbiage. It's the same thing. Okay. So there is no confusion. My agreement says non-refundable deposit. Now it says non-refundable retainer. Both mean the same thing. You are giving me money up front to do work for you, to put me on call for you, and we're going to assume to do business together. It's a non-refundable retainer. What I'm doing is I'm taking a date off my calendar for you. You are reserving that date. I am going to work. I will have put some work in already getting things together, planning forms, music, phone calls, consultations. That's what a retainer covers. That is the cost of doing business and getting it together. So again, simply put, you're just keeping me on call day one to day of. Now, anything on top of that, that you've paid toward the total balance will be refunded to you within 90 days. Again, uh, I'm doing quite well. The business is fine, but as far as capital, liquid, you know, cash, uh, that cash poor term that I told you, we just don't keep thousands of dollars laying around for refunds, right? So, you know, when anything on top of that, that non-refundable retainer. So if you've paid your event in full and then we have to cancel, sure, I'll refund you the, the half that was paid on top of the retainer, okay? So anything on top of that you paid towards your balance will be refunded to you within 90 days. And assuming, again, the terms of my agreement that you're not canceling within two weeks of the event. And that's it, really. I, I want to be as fair as possible to everyone. You know, this this hasn't been the most thrilling time for me. Um, I've been sitting here literally twiddling my thumbs until about two weeks ago. And so I, I want you to know I'm here for you. I really, really am here for you. I am just been, I, I've been so anxious to see you to I really want to hug all of you. I know I probably shouldn't do that to keep my family safe, but I just want to be with you and party with you. This has been rough for all of us. The last thing I want to do is collect deposits. That's not how I make my living, okay? So, you know, in, in the process of being fair, you know, that's why we write things down, okay? We write things down and we agree upon those things to make sure that I'm covered and you're covered and you know the expectations for me and vice versa. I mean, I would much rather, if possible, reschedule with you than just cancel all out. I mean, it, it does. It hurts my heart to lose my amazing clients because of this. Okay, so canceling, no bueno. Rescheduling, you know, somewhat bueno, right? Um, if we reschedule, that makes me happy. If we cancel, definitely, I get it. Um, you know, I just don't want to cancel, but it is what it is. So finally, what to expect at events. And, um, well, I'll, I'll just tell you, I may not be my normal interactive self. Okay. Don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll still be running the show. Uh, but like I kind of teased at the beginning, I won't be shaking hands, won't be hugging necks as much as I I'd like to. Um, you know, you may have to settle for a fist bump, an elbow bump, or, or that weird, the, the, the foot tap thing the i don't know they were doing it one of the other countries there they're doing the old foot tap thing um and, and i'll just be straight with you your guests may not dance as much as you'd hoped i think there's this underlying concern about what we're dealing with and from the four weddings over these last couple of weeks, that seems to be the 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 trend um you know all of the weddings were less than a hundred people so that's good 
Uh, I think one maybe snuck by because it was outdoors, so it was like 110, 120. Um, but, you know, we've had, well, actually, hold on here. We've had one, two indoor, one did not dance. It was dinner only. Two of them were outdoor. And then one of them, yeah. So they've all been under a, well, one of them at 110, 120, and then the rest of them under 100. Actually, one of them was under 70. So, you know, again, there's this underlying concern uh, about what we're dealing with. And, and from these weddings, I mean, people have been generally respectful of the space and each other's personal zones and, uh, you know, hand sanitizing stations. Um, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, the one that was a buffet, the buffet, uh, service, right? So you had one side of the buffet. It took a little longer, but it was much safer that way. The venue actually served uh, the plated meals. Of course, the other bar service, they, the, you know, the um, uh, instead of having a line at the bar, they were bringing drinks to the table. So you would have bar service right there at the table. So it seems like the venues are all on top of it. They're on top of it. And, and, um, you know, they're trying to make sure that your, your guests are safe as well. There may not be as many people out on the dance floor, right? I mean, it's crazy to think about. You've hired me to keep your dance floor full. And right now my job is to lead your guests to a good time while promoting a safe distance between them. It is a wild Weird, wild, wacky, as Johnny Carson used to say. Uh, it is a just crazy thing to think about. Um, we want you to, it's, it's basically like going back to middle school, right? You know, they tell you, you get the hands moving a little too close to, um, you know, the, the, uh, the butt there or something like that. And you'd have a chaperone come by and swat your hands or something. Same deal here. I mean, we're not doing that, right? But you can tell there's this energy. There's this different feel about how, um, you know, <laughs> how this is supposed to go. So uh, generally what I've, what I've seen over these last uh, four weddings uh, from the beginning of the month uh, is that people are generally being respectful of the space and making sure um, you know, that we're not getting too close. Um, the biggest thing, finally, uh, on this list at least, is that your guests may not stick around as long as you'd hoped. And that sucks, but that's to be expected, right? I mean, the goal for me is to keep them waiting and anticipating the next thing on the list. When are we going to cut the cake? When are we going to hear from so-and-so? I wonder when they're going to do their first dance six feet apart using hand sanitizer. I'm totally teasing. Um, you know, I, I'm my hope is to keep them there as long as we can. But with all of the uncertainty, um, this may be one of those times in recent memory where people may just simply eat and run. And that's possible. You know, the tough part is with an open bar and, you know, you're paying for an open bar. People are usually going to get stick around for that, right? Free, free booze is the way to, um, is the way to go. So that's one of those things where, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a slippery slope. It really is. It's a slippery slope. Um, people will, people will stay. I mean, if it's just close family, I get it. If it's people from out of town or just, you know, what are they doing coming up here anyway? Uh, when we're obviously becoming such a recent hotspot as far as uh, COVID-19 is concerned. So, uh, but that's it. As far as me, I'm masking up these days. I'm going to do my best to keep you safe. Canceling and rescheduling, let's try to reschedule first. If not, uh, the non-refundable retainer stays with me. And then, of course, any money you've paid on top of that 
uh, I definitely give that back to you. And and hey, if you do, you know, it does transfer to a new date. So if you keep me on retainer, you cancel for right now and come back to me. Yeah, absolutely. I've still got that retainer. Then you just owe me the difference when we actually do end up partying. So if you cancel, come back and I'm available. Same deal. It's just like a reschedule. I'll make sure we take care of you. And then, of course, the events will probably be a little different than you were anticipating, which is totally to be expected. So um, again, I'm I'm here for you. I mean, really, that's just a small window to where my head has been these last four months since we've turned the world upside down. Uh, I, I've got a short list of it. I was going to save this for like a different episode, but I'm just looking at it thinking, well, I've done a lot. I've learned a lot during quarantine. I have listened to a ton of audiobooks. I've watched dozens of movies on Disney Plus. Of course, I'm a Disney dad, Netflix, and uh, all this other jazz. I've been watching stand-up specials. I've binged TV shows. I mean, goodness gracious, it's just been one of those things that uh, I, I'm i bored, y'all. Get me back out there. Let's get this COVID thing done. So uh, just know, Motor City, I'm here for you. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure we have a good time safely within the terms of what the governor's laid out for our venues and for guys like me. So uh, for now, stay safe, wear a mask, even though you don't want to wash your hands, please, please be kind to one another. It's not easy, but let's just be kind to one another. This will all be over soon. And when it is, we will party the way we used to. And of course, don't forget me. Uh, don't forget me there. What Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, of course, MotorCityHDJ.com. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and please, please, please stay safe. I can't wait to party with you soon. <laughs>